0: and welcome to Tape Ops Discussion, where we call our friends and music community notables to chat about their favorite records. Enjoy. Hello. Hey, Mark's Jeff. How's it going? What's up? It's going pretty good. What's going on? How's LA? Oh, you know,
1: actually enjoying kind of cool mornings which is has been uh hasn't been the case for quite a while so it's it's our our very fake version of autumn you know so i'm soaking it in <laughs> let me uh, record really quick so I, can uh, make sure I have this. all right so i should be cool
0: whatever you uh whatever you send me i'll be able to deal with cool cool as long so, as yeah, it's as long cool. as you're using you know only need preamps and and at least of and at least an eight thousand dollar mic yes okay good good
1: um i was hoping that and um yeah i'm i'm running it off a a nine volt 32 32 track uh behringer at the moment so hopefully that's
0: yeah do you put do you put new batteries in
1: yeah (laughs) it's actually it's that it's been a while so it that's the That's the ultimate Jeopardy! right there.
0: (laughs) Welcome to Discussion. I'm Jeff Stanfield. And this week, we have drummer Mark Giuliana discussing LCD Sound System's American Dream. So LCD Sound System, American Dream. I mean, this is a great record, and and one that I I kind of initially got into, and then, uh, you know, hadn't listened to it for a while till you till you suggested it. So why did you choose it?
1: You know, it was a it was a tricky um, selection. You know, especially when you offered such a uh, a big, um, you know, a choice to to make. I th- I think since it's been released it's been one of those that um has really stayed in my rotation quite consistently uh usually my my um you know fallbacks are the things that i've been spending with 10 20 plus years that that um really you know consistently become you know return as real proud friends and confidants you know <laughs> and ra- rarely does does a more modern record make its way into that um group of stuff to re- to you know keep returning to so it was selfishly definitely um just really enjoyable and something that keeps returning as a as a joyful listening um in the real big picture, you know, so I would say that is number one. And then it is ripe for, um, you know, repetitious listenings and in, in a certain, you know, depending on the certain, um, you know, mood I might be in, it's ripe for real nerdy analysis of sonics and, and, you know, real on the more Muso side, it's really um, fulfilling on that way as well. But, but most importantly, you know, big picture, um, just really enriching and, and joyful.
0: They have these long groove establishing intros in almost every song, um, mm-hmm. you know, where you'll just hear the groove happening. And I, I really like that about it for a modern you know, rock record. That's, that's pr- kind of rare um, to take that much time and patience.
1: Absolutely. I I feel like there's obviously incredible detail and intention and um, all of that kind of energy, but it it somehow balances with this really nice, like you're saying, um, group dynamic and um, like feeling that is built as these things are built and you know and constructed over time and they do really have this nice um you know it's almost like th- there are certainly some dance music elements that are built into it particularly the way the songs are built but they are after all performances you know it might not be the entire ensemble playing on every track but um if you've checked out any of the live perf- live performances especially um of this batch of songs, it's a band playing great songs, you know? So I love that community feeling and the, um, you know, the real dedication and love injected to the the parts, whether they're super disciplined or more, you know, more loose from time to time. But for me, that's a really nice balance because I'm heavily drawn to um, a lot of, you know, thoughtful and, and patient electronic music. And and like you're saying that that element is so nice from a more um, collective, you know, environment.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And the thing about LCD Sound System in general that I really love is that it does it because it's so synth focused. um, You know, it it comes off as electronic music, or it can be kind of defined as electronic music. But you know, live drums, live percussion, and lots of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, some of these grooves and songs. I mean, I've always, and especially on this record, you know. Totally talking heads and, um, you know, has a lot of his uh, vocal performance reminds me um, of David Byrne in a way. And it's kind of quirky and, and uh, uh, you know, almost like preacher-like mm-hmm. delivery, which I think is really cool. And on, like, um, uh, Change Your Mind, there's some guitar playing that is so reminiscent of fashion on uh, you know Bowie's record, and a hundred percent, and he wears it on his sleeve. I don't think
1: it's like he's trying to cop it as his own. I, I like that you're saying that he's wearing it on his sleeve because that's it doesn't particularly that, that that guitar sound, you know, so reminiscent, so reminiscent of fashion. It's like, I mean, it it would be impossible to um, not wear that on your sleeve. Um, or or try to hide it. The whole thing is like here it is, you know. And and I I totally see it as um, a celebration and and an honoring of of that stuff more so than trying to, you know, be sneaky. It's uh it's it's definitely exciting and and totally um presented in that in in a good a way that that is totally um you know, I I see it as honoring the source. And, you know, and particularly the last song, um black screen um you know i've definitely read a few interviews that james did and it's it's certainly a a bit of a it seems as though it's it's a letter to mr bowie um you know and definitely thinking about the interactions they had and the time they spent together you know a little uh side note is that i met james and um got to Work just a little bit with James during the Blackstar session, um, in the David Bowie Blackstar session. We did three separate weeks spread out over time, and James was in the studio with us for one of those weeks. And, um, you know, David invited him in as um, kind of a, another producer in the room to just throw ideas back and forth and see what would happen. So, I'm so grateful to have had that time with him and get to know him a little bit. And uh, so that was... Um, let's see, when was that? We were recording it in 2015. So technically at the, th- the time, LCD sound system was not active. Um, but I know David was was in James's ear quite a bit, encouraging him to bring the band back and continue moving forward. So it was definitely... Um, you know, when this record came out, um, it of course selfishly, in my, in my own small way, had really um, reminded me of the, the interactions we got to have. But, um, you know, it, particularly this last song um, is pretty powerful emotionally for sure.
0: I mean, you mentioned Black Screen. I mean, A, it's a it's a it's a 12 minute plus song. And, you know, right around the seven minute mark, you kind of get this part two breakdown, which is like this amazing ambient piano breakdown that is like a reflecting pool. And and it and it's treated that way. And I don't know if that was the intent, but listening to it, you know, it really made me stop and kind of think about his relationship to David Bowie and David Bowie's music and I don't know I thought that was just a really again very patient and very thoughtful I guess is a good word or or loving in a way uh, moment
1: absolutely favorite tracks on this record or standouts to you um i i really do love oh baby um (laughs) it's um for me those particularly i mean the sounds the sounds all over the record are just just so compelling but this kind of synth bass world that he uh, you know i love i do love the guitar playing, the electric or the bass guitar playing rather, you know, lots of, lots of that kind of muted pick thing, which I do love. And I've, I love the way it interacts with the drums and, and all the percussion elements. It almost lives more in a percussive space because of that attack than, than like, you know, the subby place. But, you know, when they reach for that, the, the more synth world as a bass function, I just love that so much and I think Oh Baby is a great example of that device and and it almost becomes the hook in a lot of ways you know it and it's um I love that of course you know the way James delivers the lyric and all that is is fascinating but um to me that repetitive trancy meditative bass figure played by the synth is kind of like the, what stands out for me particularly.
0: The record off, and I, I thought it was, Mm. I thought it was weird. I thought it, I guess it wasn't what I expected. And I, you know, when I put Mm -hmm. on an LCD sound system record, you know, but after listening to the entire record, if you go back to Oh Baby, it made sense. It is a little bit different than the rest of the record in a lot of ways because it's got a very strong melody, and again, a lot of patience there too.
1: So much so, yeah. And and I'd say, you know, I'm I'm all about. Allowing the, the entire, you know, repertoire of the band to live together. But I mean, there's definitely something to say about the absence that w- w- I forget is exactly how long of a gap they they were inactive. But I think it makes perfect sense to come out with, you know, a new perspective and a new energy, especially right off the bat, like you're saying, as as the first statement. Um, it's, it's fun to, say, compare oh Baby to an older track or something, but it's definitely, um, you know, the same community returning to their, you know, collective energy, but definitely having gathered a lot of new experiences and allowing that new perspective to really be present. And um, I think it, it also it really does stand alone, you know, I think that tune, if that's the only song you heard, um, I, I see it as a complete statement, you know, um, whereas maybe some other tracks are reliant on each other to create the complete statement. So, of course, I—I I, I, again, I do love to be able to listen to this record top to bottom because it, like any good record, it, it allows you to really... Take in the entire uh, intention, but I think "Oh Baby" stands alone for sure. Oh sugar,
0: it to me. Just a Thanks for listening. Discussion is created by Tape Op the Creative Music Recording Magazine. Free subscriptions are available at tapop.com, along with our regular podcast and online content.